0: To know that you're listening to the very best, WBAI in New York. Here in New York, I call this the Karma Center of the world. Man, we got a lot of people who are working out their karma, and I think that this particular work that you that you're um, that you have given to the world, you know, gives us a handle. You know, for the first time, we we can we can you know kind of plug in to where we are you know and to find out perhaps some of the solutions that have worked successfully uh... for many people in the east and also you know throughout the world people who are pursuing a higher level of consciousness so let's get it on yeah let's begin and, and let's talk um, about the other parts and let's sort of unfold this work for people okay so where do we leave off john well
1: we left off we were discussing the first step which is awareness And this is, uh, awareness occurs on an intellectual level. That's where we have the understanding of these uh, processes of suppression and projection. And we understand why we're having these experiences. And then why it's important to own the experiences or how it's just, how it logically follows that we need to own our experience. We'll see later on that when we, stay in blame, we actually stay in a place where we where we obstruct our own clearing. But if we have a firm foundational understanding of projection and how we're contributing, how we're creating our own emotional experience, we take responsibility, we stop blame, we own our experience, and then we're able to move to the next steps. Now the second step after that is what I call acceptance And this occurs on another level of our being. This would be the mental level or the behavioral level. Now, this is the level where we have the choice of accepting or rejecting. i like to think of our mental capacity as a gate Hmm. which can open or close and which either shuts out our feelings or opens us. our feelings. Essentially we find that place within ourselves that's resisting, that's holding back, that's pushing back the feelings. And when we're doing that unconsciously, we're into what I call self-rejection because we're not opening to the emotional parts of ourselves. These are these are the most important parts. And not accepting these emotional parts, we fall into emotional self-rejection, and the opposite of loving ourselves. So as we make the intention to move into self-acceptance, we drop the resistance to the feelings, and we're setting the stage to move into a safe and controlled third stage, which is the actual experiencing of the feelings.
0: Mm. Now, can you, can you clove that in an example of where a person may be? Let's say, give it a, a sort of a human face there. Give me an example of where a person may be with a particular situation. We could
1: continue a couple of examples that we uh, used last time. Let's say you experience abandonment in your relationships. Good, yeah. And, uh, you know, as you start working on yourself, you may not even be aware of these particular feelings. You may not have the vocabulary to say abandonment. This is where many of us uh, are at if we haven't begun looking in this direction. We just feel uncomfortable, we feel ill at ease, and we may just feel anger as a reaction to the underlying feeling. But if we've done a little bit of work on ourselves, we realize that the feeling coming up, this is part of awareness, is to identify the feeling as clearly as we can, even though many feelings will still remain in the unconscious and will only keep coming into consciousness as we proceed in the work. We start processing, we go into alpha state modes, we contact the subconscious, and more and more of our feelings start becoming revealed but we start with whatever we do have so let's say we've we've gotten to the point where we can identify that we're experiencing this abandonment we feel lost helpless like we're being deserted
0: Mm -hmm.
1: and if we're unconscious we blame our partner we and then we act out the feeling acting out means being motivated by the feeling into compensating behavior. Uh We try to do all kinds of things to make this feeling better. Uh, The first thing we might try to do is to confront our partner and blame them and just assume that part of our relationship includes the expectation that that person will always be there for us. Or we may be just being uh, very unreasonable about the amount of attention that we that we find is uh, would be uh, normally expected. But in not accepting ourselves, we the most common way is to blame circumstances outside of ourselves. And in doing that, we don't look inside. We keep looking outside. And there's something about the actual mechanism of blame, the psychic mechanism, if if we can use that term. The mechanism of blame brings us to that point of shutting down.
0: Mm.
1: We're not looking inside, we're shut down, and we're not contacting the real feeling. Other ways would be we're experiencing abandonment, so we become driven to act out in compulsive, addictive ways. We, we, There's a whole range of things. We can become involved with substance abuse, smoking, drinking, drugs. We can become involved in activity in... Uh, seeking out that kind of uh, affirmation from other people, we, we may seek other relationships, for example, in order to fill that need for the for the abandonment that we're fe- that we're experiencing. All these impulses come under the heading of uh, acting out, mm-hmm. and and a very important part of acceptance means that. Once we've gotten to the point where we're accepting our feeling because we know that in rejecting our feeling, we're closing the door to really being able to resolve it, we accept our feeling in a sense that we're going to experience it in, in a very defined way in our own personal sessions working on ourselves. We've accepted the feeling, but we have to understand that an important part of acceptance is what I call non-reactiveness. That means not, not feeling that we have the license to extend that feeling out into the world, to be motivated on it. You know, once it's possible to fall into the trap of saying, okay, I'm accepting my anger, so I'm going to be angry a lot. I'm going to just mm-hmm. express that anger, and if uh, somebody makes me angry, I'm accepting myself, I'm accepting my anger, and I'm going to get it off my chest. That's actually the stance that psychology advocated in the not too distant past. Mm. But with these more sophisticated understandings, you know, we see that our anger is a projection. We take responsibility for it, and we see that it would just be ludicrous to really act out the feeling directed towards someone else in an effort to release the feeling, which doesn't really work in the long run anyway.
0: You'll find people who say that that's just the way I am. You know, and and deal with it, you know.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that just indicates a a basic narcissism that needs to be addressed and, uh, you know, and lack of understanding. Mm. So non-reactiveness tends to be the most important part of acceptance when we move into accepting the feeling, but then understanding that that we shouldn't, that it's not in our interests to really extend the feeling into the outside universe.
0: Now, there's a, there's a part in your work where you speak about the witness, about witnessing. Does that play a part in, in, in uh, actually being, let's say, on top of our emotional interactions?
1: Yeah, witnessing uh, is part of the fourth step what I call transformation. Transformation includes a lot of other things. This is the spiritual level. Now, witnessing is a very powerful tool Uh, It's it's traditionally been uh, advocated and taught in the East. And my understanding of it, and the way I apply it uh, in situations, Mm -hmm. is that in moving into the witness, what we're doing is breaking the identification and the enmeshment that we normally experience with our feelings. Normally we're immersed in our feelings, or enmeshed. We're, We're just... And that's why we have no no consciousness of them. We just react blindly and uh, often without thought. As we start moving back, entering this witness state, we reach a very powerful place that gives us the ability to not react to our emotional selves. And when I say uh, being non-reactive, by the way, it's important to realize that I'm not referring to the actual feelings themselves, but to our reactions to our feelings. I don't believe it's possible to really control our feelings except through suppressing them. Feelings come up spontaneously in our interactions and as part of the projection mechanism. And often when we have no no desire, no no suspicion of what's gonna happen, feelings come up spontaneously and the acceptance of them is what we need to move to to start the process. And when we move to the witness center, it makes it that much easier. It's a very powerful tool for breaking identification. I would say it's essential, really, mm-hmm. because before that, we're we're locked in, we're trapped, really.
0: When I'm witnessing um, mm-hmm. on a practical level, I'm experiencing myself from perhaps another point of view, another perspective, I, like I'm looking down on myself, seeing my actions and my right. interactions. Is that what you're describing when you say witness?
1: Right. right. Witnessing to me means moving are shifting our awareness, our sense of self, to what we could call the higher self. And when we're in that higher self place, we're witnessing the lower self, body, emotions, and mind. All these parts of ourselves uh, happen on the lower plane, and they're, they're very important parts of ourselves. It can't be denied that they're parts of ourselves, and they have to be accepted, integrated, and actually given. The love that we haven't done in the past through through our rejection of them, but we recognize that they're parts of our lower selves that need to come into line before we can really advance into higher consciousness. So as we move into that higher that higher uh, consciousness, that uh, higher self, we're able to do that. And this is a very actually tangible way that's I find useful to bring about the experience of the higher self. We often hear that phrase, you know. Uh, mm-hmm. But as you practice witnessing and increase your capacity to do that, you, you are actually moving into the experience of the higher self more and more.
0: Mm. Let's move on with the process and in, in acquiring the, the tools.
1: Okay. Direct experience. The third step means actually moving into having the experience of the feeling. Now, this occurs on a feeling level or a body level. And we make the assumption that feeling or emotions occur in the body. So what we do is it's the ideal thing is to be able to set up a personal practice where you're devoting a certain amount of time to just being with your feelings in your practice, observing these guidelines. Or if feelings come up in the midst of activity, you can apply the same principles. It's a little harder because you're distracted by the activity, but if you've been practicing on your own, you build the capacity to engage in the process in the actual confrontation that's happening. So as you sit quietly, And uh, in the past, we've called this meditation, but many people are actually allergic to that word, so I (laughs) sometimes uh, hesitate to use it. To me, meditation means really just sitting and doing nothing, really getting to that place where you just don't do anything. You just relax completely. But because we're unable to do that, people present meditation techniques. They say, repeat a mantra, focus on the breath, do something to quiet the mind. And those are all good if you've had training in those or you can use any of those things to bring you into a quiet state. Focusing on the breath and using the breath to bring you into an alpha state is, is my favorite way. But basically, if you can just get to the point where you sit and do nothing, drop all sense of striving, all need to do, understand, go any place, do anything, you come right into the moment. And as you do that, you come into body experience because the body is always in the moment, whereas the mind is always wrapped up in a kind of a time-based reality, either future or past. The mind is never directly in contact with the feelings. So letting the mind come to rest, coming into the body, becoming aware of body awareness, the sensations in the body, and the emotional sensations that correspond to them, and then witnessing breathing into them allowing yourself to be with these feelings which you've previously rejected pushed away in the past is essentially the It's essentially the process it's pretty simple basically but it's very easy to miss the point because we become hung up either in blocking ourselves in certain ways we continue to resist to not accept or we we're not uh, focusing on the present we're moving ourselves away from the, the, current, the current issue. So what I do, uh, actually just in the way of interest with, with clients, is I find that uh, another person, the facilitator, is able to empower a person to go deeper into this meditative state. There's a kind of a uh, transmission of the alpha state that we enter. We allow the brainwaves to quiet down to, a, to an alpha level and in doing that, the, uh, the conscious mind is to a great extent relaxed, and the subconscious starts to come forward immediately. And as it comes forward, we, we keep in the witness, we watch the feelings, we breathe into them, and uh, go through various other uh, techniques, mechanical steps, to enable us to, to stay with the feeling, witnessing it, allowing it to clear. And just that simple experience is enough to bring the feeling into a place where we experience it without judgment, without avoidance, from that witnessing place, from a safe place. And that's when clearing occurs. And when it happens, you feel it immediately, right, during the session. There's a kind of a shift. Mm. If you've been feeling anger and working with that, usually when you start processing, you'll start with the the most superficial, uh, and that's not... That doesn't imply any any judgment about importance, but it's the the uppermost level of feelings. You may just um, be angry, upset. You can process those feelings and release them through just being with them. And then you go to the next level. You find out a little more about why you're angry. Uh, the feelings of abandonment that we were talking about will start coming into, into view. And as you just stay with the feeling, stay watching the feeling, breathing into it then the feeling starts to clear that's when the events of the past might start presenting themselves or might not and they don't have to
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, and then you go to other feelings you go through a uh, you enter into a deep a deep kind of process step by step going from place to place